Hello everyone, and welcome to part 2 of the full album review for Yellow Wolf's Ghetto Cowboy. This is his latest project, the second one he's dropped in 2019. Mr. Yellow Wolf is bringing a completely different style than with Trunk Music 3 over here on Ghetto Cowboy 2. Sorry, not Ghetto Cowboy 2, this is part 2 of that review is what I was getting to. So if you want to see the whole intro bit and go with the whole, I don't know, all the good stuff that normally starts off this podcast, it's over there in part 1. However, since it's a track by track, if your favorite songs are on the second part of this album and this is the part that you care about, then feel free to just listen ahead and just understand I started a bunch of conversations we'll say in part one and maybe I followed them up in part two. Um, Anyhow, I care a lot about your comments. I am a Yellow Wolf fan myself, but I just appreciate that in most cases the people who listen to the music have had more time to think about it. You're often going to be watching this in the future where more time has passed since its release, more details have come out, etc. You've had time to have more revelations, so your comments really mean a lot to me and I look forward to reading every single one of them. However, sometimes it's just cool to get a comment because it's like it just tells you that people were listening and on part one of the review for Yellow Wolf's Ghetto Cowboy, JJN107 says this, for my town in New Jersey, I assume, they had Halloween on Thursday, but the next town over is having it on November 1st. And that's in response to my comments on Montreal trying to delay Halloween. So here's what happened. Montreal was gonna have a real rainy Halloween, but the news report for the weather posted rain and it posted violent winds. The violent winds were pretty bad. Those started at about five in the morning. So the mayor had received this message and didn't necessarily pay attention to the times of date of these respective winds, assumed it was gonna be super windy and super rainy, really unsafe. That wasn't exactly what the weather report said, so meteorologists are baffled, according to the Montreal Gazette, that this actually transpired, but she decides to postpone Halloween to the following day when the winds were hella bad and like half the city lost power. And I'm like, damn, that's a real bad look, is all I'm trying to say. She's getting a little lampooned over on Montreal social media. I digress. I just wanted to share that with y'all, like a follow-up if you've been watching these Yellow Wolf videos um, because I brought it up and this awesome, awesome person commented in response. Like, it's cool. I was curious to know if this was just a here thing or if people move holidays all over, if that's a real thing that goes on. I digress. That's not really probably what y'all came for. So on that note, track eight of the album is called Renegade. So I actually just made a blunder. It's called Renegades with an S. Um, Anyway, I like this track. Uh, It has a cool vibe to it. It definitely has that more, I would say, pop-esque country feel, but like hip-hop, almost like this song is meant to appeal a little bit more to the country fan side of his audience is my assumption maybe i'm wrong y'all can let me know your opinions on that but it definitely has a different type of singy feel to it than we've gotten previously on the album which is a positive point because it means we're not getting redundancies here This track is basically a re-release of one off of his 2016 project, Hotel, which uh, was basically launched along with the Slumerican labels kind of, you know, launching up. I didn't actually hear that project, but I went back and I listened to the version that existed on that album where the whole thing was produced, I believe, with Jim Johnson, that hotel project. And here we have Yellow Wolf flipping up the sample bit that does the intro. So in this time, it's flipped to this beautiful haunting lady thing. And she's going, sometimes I feel like a loaded gun. Sometimes I feel like I'm one in the chamber, ready to get shot down, shot out, just one in the chamber, like a loaded gun. 
Now, if we think about the whole first half of this album so far as being a retrospective look at Yellow Wolf's past, kind of the environment and the world that shaped him into the man he is to today, it's almost like this kind of um, flips into maybe more of a present day tone and now that we've gotten the context of where he's been we're a little bit looking at where he's at maybe i'm wrong but it feels like this is more like we flip to the present day like i like to look at these albums a little bit like movies and maybe i look a little bit too much for the story element of it but i do believe this album carries forth one of those story-esque feels to it in the regard of the youth versus to him getting older now either way the other this is part of the process, but he's got both wheels on a Harley blazing a trail in the sun rays. Me and this lady, man, it's like a church on a Sunday. I'm off my rocker, but rock and roll is my papa. Raised me up like this gasoline. Billie Jean was my mama. And here we have a lady that comes into the equation, and there's a few songs in a row that kind of look at the lady. And I don't know if this is his ex-wife or if it's maybe the relationship with hip-hop many rappers will use the love thing to be kind of the relationship with music or their fans or things like that it's a good metaphor i did look into his marriage situation and i was so pleased to find out that this past september 2019 he married fifi dobson and that's crazy because if you're canadian like me there's a good chance and you're like 31 like me there's a good chance that you're going whatever happened to fifi dobson because she dropped all these singles back when you were in high school anyway so she married yellow wolf that's what happened to fifi dobson which is pretty damn cool um i liked her vibe so what did you think of fifi dobson anyway um so it has this like singy vibe to it kind of like portrays the situation it's like he's rolling with his lady but maybe he's a little bit off and you can almost feel like there's this genetic disposition that based on his environment we can tell he's going to be a hot mess you know and that makes total sense and he's done an eloquent job so far on this album kind of putting together the narrative of his his context and i think it's interesting right because I don't think we get a lot of authentic looks at this, well, the redneck side of the southern world. I don't mean that disrespectfully. I don't know if that's a bad thing to say in this climate, but I mean, Yellow Wolf is kind of giving off that a bit of that vibe on this project. Not necessarily entirely, but if you're a stereotypical northerner, that might be the way you look at it. Um, anyway, moving along. Uh, I kind of like when he goes broken hearts turn to spoken art my blood is like lava uh, apparently he had something with blood art and I looked into this when he did his name change in 2016 I don't know or whenever he did the name change maybe it was a year after so if y'all know about his blood art and his name change I'm, I'd be curious to, to learn more about that it's something I'm going to google after I do this review but I didn't have a chance to look into it but I wanted to just bring that up because I don't know if it's related to it at all but in a sense you have that line where it kind of still has this passion invoked from the imagery he's using hard as a rock when i'm cold yet i can flow just like water maybe looking at the fact that his music is so emotional despite the fact that his personality is not you know grew up with people that's lethal grew up with hustling daughters mothers and fathers alike like it or not when you saw us live like my life like a rebel the devil's hot on my tracks but i won't run from my demons no i embrace him in fact and i like that because of the chaos of his environment the fact that women is savage too the fact that all these different little things laced up that he's got maybe some demons that he's dealing with but instead of running he's going to embrace them and he's going to kind of set an example almost of 
I guess, being a man in, in that regard, you know, like, this is my problems, but I'm not going to run from it. Like, that to me sounds mature as fuck. So remember my spirit when it's American flag waves from entrepreneurs to losers, users and runaways. And that's like my favorite line right there, because it's like a rallying guy to the outcasts that want to hustle and grind. It's not just the outcast, you know, I mean, it's inclusive to everyone. But the fact that it's both the outcast and the people on the grind who honestly just turn into outcasts, because if you try to be on the grind all the time, you're not going to relate to your average person so i like that you know from entrepreneurs losers to users and renegades for factory workers servers and hustlers all the same single mothers and others nobody's prisoners no names from entrepreneurs losers to users and runaways and you feel like this the chorus grabs this whole vibe of togetherness and anthemic feel of like you can just picture everyone singing it out the crowd but like it includes anybody that you know would probably end up being a fan of a guy like him and I like that kind of stuff. And I I'm, I feel like I'm trying to become an entrepreneur. I've been perceived as a loser, debatably a user, and I want to be a renegade. So I like it. It would really hit many points of life where I can relate to, and that's pretty interesting. Um, and I like just, ah, it just feels like this blue collar on the grind anthem, but like, trust, the white collar is turning into the blue collar in, in a degree. We can talk about that at a later point. But yeah, second verse, alcohol in my system to face the system of living. Oof. We, we know that Yellow Wolf has struggled with the alcohol demons. I believe he's sober now, or he was sober for a while. I don't know if he currently is, but still writing about it, you can tell this is a man who has struggled with some stuff. And he's being honest about his use, you know. Marijuana rolled up, money on tables for women, for the strippers and divas. For those who didn't believe us, we went from single white homes to homes with 20-foot ceilings. You may say you hate money. Money isn't the issue. And all of your bullshit, you bullshit me and I miss you. And it's interesting here. Like, I love this part. So he contextualizes almost the growth. And, like, when you have money, maybe you're going to end up doing a bunch of stuff. Like, you know, balling out. And then there's a lot of people who do say they hate money. And believe that money is the root of all evil. Even though the Bible quote is, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Meaning it's the lust of money that is problematic, per se. But on the other hand, people do just hate money like it's inherently a problem. Although money is a tool. And if you come from poor, money is a gift. And it gets you to better places and gives you more power than it ever had. So I look at this and I'm like, damn, it's power. And then he goes, all your bullshit, you bullshit me and I miss you. So if you come at him with that, he's just not going to interact with you. And I love the way he's putting it down. There's this, like, this authenticity to his passion and I really like it. Anyway, I'm in the booth for my family. Yes, I'm holding you down. Keep pressing play in every day. And if they hate, let them hate. Believe in you. That's all you can do. So fuck what they say. And then the whole remember the spirit. So it puts it like, yo, I'm going to just keep doing me and living life the way I'm supposed to be living to the values I think are important. And people are not going to like that. And the truth of the situation is... A lot of people don't like it when you try to live to your values. I've had anecdotal experience recently where there are just people who dislike me or distrust me or think I'm malicious simply because I try my best to, to improve myself and grow and it, it can come off disingenuous to a certain group of people who maybe can relate to the other side of how I used to live. But it's not, it's just me on my grind. That's what I do. And so sometimes people will misinterpret that into hatred. And I feel like when you look at a guy like Yellow Wolf, who has such a weird presence in the music industry, I can see how he'd end up feeling a little bit like a loaded gun. But um, I like this track a lot. But I like it more from like a respect point of view. 
it is just not a hundred percent what i would like throw on i actually sent it to my aunt who uh lives down in nashville and i wanted to know what she thought about it like is this like somewhat appealing to her uh, it's not my cup of tea sonically but it's still a really cool song that flows over the course of the album moves it all along so i had to give it a 4.35 like it's it's as talented as anything else it's just country isn't 100 percent my vibe and i feel country vibes from that one um anyway let's move on to the following track so long so this song does another little song elongation trick to dodge that third verse because as i pointed out basically if yellow wolf is the sole artist on a track it's two verses for life on this album there are some three verse examples they are featured guests they're coming up real soon but yeah that's kind of my main i guess negative point on this album is i really like his third verses in general i like his ability to craft a fuller song um and what he does on this one to add that like extra minute in because you could say the song's kind of done at three minutes otherwise um is he puts this beat flip up this instrumental where it like gets real nice and you can totally vibe to it so it sounds really great and it doesn't necessarily take away from my song experience but that would be like a, something to point out i suppose this one is also composed by uh the beats by jim johnson who is the guy who did the last beat so that's pretty cool to see i guess the continuity as yellow wolf almost continues the woman side of his story um to give him credit he does have this cool little uh intro thing that he uses at the end to kind of wrap up this story and give it almost like a, a full circular thing so while he does have that instrumental outro he still drops that intro bit again which is cool but i still think he could have done more with like this hyped up bridge third verse maybe push some five minute tracks a little bit more but not based on instrumentals um that's just my preference uh the intro is cool though because it says this content so he was just a baby girl looking for a new job i was a typhoon cartoon for you to watch took you by the boot belt loop and said how can i help you how can i assume you would tie me in two knots and he repeats that last line a couple of times and if we think about it he just met this girl in the last track and again i think it's probably hip-hop i don't necessarily think it's a woman it's usually hip-hop in these types of things so it kind of makes sense um hip-hop's maybe looking for a new sound comes across yellow wolf this new cartoonish figure in its mind and then they kind of mesh together but i also maybe wonder if it's the media and the girl he's talking about is his relationship with the media the bloggers the way people treat him based on his beliefs like he has definitely gone through the ringer a couple of times based on stuff like um when he was younger he used to use the rebel flag but it's a southern thing per se and then he learned and he wrote that song about the history of the flag and he moved on from that kind of stuff but i bet a lot of people have criticized him so when i hear what happens next with the track with that all the shit that we went through wasn't worth holding on and you said so long and i said so long all the shit that we went through wasn't worth holding on and you said so long and i said so and it's interesting right because we look at like this relationship with me with, with like i guess his fans or music or with a person or with anything that you put trust in it gets to a point where maybe it's toxic and you can't keep pursuing it effectively you do end up at that point where you're like okay uh maybe maybe we should end this thing and so it kind of feels like this mature end of relationship situation but like here he is kind of lamenting 
or reflecting on it. And in Renegades, it kind of sounds like it was a tumultuous situation. It doesn't necessarily go out positive. You can tell he's got his situations that he's been dealing with. And I think in this track, as let's say he's moved past that older life, or maybe it's an attachment, or maybe the you is like his older self. Because part of that, uh, he wanted to change his name thing, is that he wanted to kind of rebrand away from this yellow wolf figure. He was sober, he was going through, I guess, a transition into something new. So maybe he's almost talking to his past self on this album. Uh, maybe I'm reaching, but I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, Either way, the verse kicks in, and I think the verse is hype. I feel like the chorus is weird, and it's it's very theatrical and eerie and dark or whatnot. But, sorry, the intro part is like that. And then the chorus flips into, like, this grandiose, singy, really glossy chorus, love songy thing. So I thought that transition was cool, but then it, like, slaps in with the game proper, like, emotion-driven verses. So, I don't know. This song does a lot of different things, and I suppose you'll either like it or you absolutely won't. I'm not the biggest fan of the sound of the chorus, but I absolutely love the sound of the rest of the song, as an example would be my feelings. Um, the verses are pretty proper, like, into that emotional honesty kick. Uh, you must have been sick of my shit and I never seen it. You must Inside a demon that slipped and got between us. I thought I was invincible uh, to you inside my zenith. I thought I told you to leave and you know I never really mean it. Now, good idea. Fucking genius. Leave the one person behind whose love for you is the cleanest. I hear it's like he's reflecting on this thing where it's like maybe this person accepted him for who he was and understood his problems, but he pushed this person away or situation or whatever metaphor it is. And uh, he's kind of reflecting now that this was stupid. This person actually cared for him in light of the fact that he is a complicated individual and it was pure and he just pissed all over it you know or it's a huge trash is clinging to my bullshit when in fact my grass was the greenest but me and that bottle was a repeat song i drug i drug you down that road and the road was long and i'm about as wrong as one man can be and all i want to do now is come back home because i love you and that's an interesting point and i wonder if maybe now he's even singing to the alcohol or maybe the alcohol and the drugs is this woman that he's uh, kind of singing about in the midst of it uh, i don't know again i'm reaching but i think there is a metaphor i have not yet fully figured out on this album and i like that because it makes me want to go back listen think more on the project which to me is the mark of an excellent album um but at the end of this first verse it's almost like you see the flip side to the relationship almost why he pushed his person away because he's a bit of an alcoholic and he probably is a torturous person to be around as he goes through his spells or whatnot and now that it's kind of past that he's looking back and he's like i want to come back to what it was i love you and then he goes into the chorus where it adds this layer of context now and you appreciate why they're broken up what wasn't worth holding on to and we realize now it's him in his broken state that he was in and now it's like he's kind of reflecting again and the second verse it gets harder and more intense and like the beat picks up in like a crazy way and he's like 99 bottles of painkillers gone all gone uh 99 reasons i gave you to leave me alone 99 days in a slump three months in no call i got 99 problems and i'm the reason for them all i see this picture him drugged out 
wrecked, ignoring her for three months, not even responding. Maybe it's engagements in his life, all of this. And playing up on the Jay-Z line, I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. And he's kind of like flipping it into, I got all of these problems in my life, but at the truth of the matter, me and my addiction are the source of these problems. And I just find that so commendable, admirable. Like, it's cool to see growing ups being growing ups in music, because I guess what I'm trying to convey with that uh still the son of bitch you met still drinking myself to death still trying to find my father the search isn't helping yet i sent you a sudden text tonight when i seldom rest but you closed the curtain on me now i'm just a silhouette and here it's almost like as time's moved on he hasn't really changed and maybe in his real life he currently has or maybe this is documenting a process through his music but it feels like he still does the same bad things and almost wishes for reaches out to her and she's like nah i'm done with this because you haven't really changed you know i felt like an animal but an animal's not a pet yeah it's all fun and games until water's running red i don't know why i had to hurt myself just to feel regret but i need you now that your love isn't finished yet and it feels like now he's almost acknowledged his masochistic tendencies and the consequences of his life. He's just clinging for what is lost. And I have personally been in relationships like that with women where I have chosen things over them and really bad ways, ways that y'all would think less of me for probably. I mean, I was youthful. I'm a much better person today. But in my early 20s, I was a bit of a piece of shit with how I treated my partners. I was very selfish. And so when I hear these words and seeing him own it like this, it's very relatable. And it kind of is a good example for, I think, what people should do. And I like that a lot about this song. Overall, I gave it a 4.5 on 5. Had the chorus not been this glossy pop song thing, had it been something that hits a little stronger for my taste, it would be an absolute 5. But it's, it's pretty much there. And it, it's like a taste thing here, you know? Anyway, next up on this album, we have You and me this is a really like perfect song for somebody that's not me so what i'm saying is i recognize how actually really great this song is but the whole singy country-esque vibe of it is just not my favorite this side of yellow wolf is extremely talented in my opinion i admire it the soul and the passion and in the verses and everything but of every track on this album i had so much trouble getting into it and if you watched my little short pre-review for this i was like thank goodness there's a rap verse and honestly going through it now i still felt like thank goodness there's a rap verse like every time it kicked in and it's not that it's bad it's just it's like black boots red cups brown liquor and i was like oh okay and i'm not trying to be a shit it's just really in a realm of music i'm not that interested in it and personally but i also feel that guys like yellow wolf expose me more to this i guess we can call it gateway country sounds and then it does make me appreciate the genre more over time so inevitably i might like this one and i thought a lot about this song too before we even get into it i might be a little critical of it at my immediate response but often when i feel like this about something it's because it's new it's not in my comfort zone and then after a couple of weeks, I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, to get everything I wanted in my lifetime. And I'll just be singing that in like a couple of months from now. And I'll be like, damn it. And then this will become like the song I end up listening to the most on the album. I'm not saying that'll happen, but I'm saying there have been multiple reviews. And don't ask me to remember which, where that has happened on it. And I guess uh, over time, your opinions will change on music so i guess we should consider a lot of my reviews to be like initial reactions to stuff 
Um, but it kind of, I like how he goes, black boots, red cup, brown liquor, no suds, some bad motherfuckers just rolled up. And it kind of like sets the context of the the people that we were introduced to back in like Chevy, uh, box Chevy 7 or that earlier younger him, reminding you this is who he is. Firecracker, short foods, I pulled a plug out on you like a corkscrew, no limit, no curfew. And it's this attitude, this like rebel without a costume that he conveys and he does it in this singy voice and he really like takes it home and i thought it was really nice when i like listened to it like it flowed properly so after we look at so long it's like he's come a long way in his relationship and now he's really kind of reflecting on it and now it's like he's coming back into it he's reintroducing himself to everyone and then he's all like laying it down on that chorus to get everything i wanted in this lifetime i had to put my beliefs on the front line and every song that i sing it's always been you and me so it's like he pours out who he is to his audience to the people absorbing this music in every single song and every time it's passionate and that's what i actually really like about yellow wolf since like i first heard his music what he's saying in this little chorus is one of the main qualities that turned me into a huge yellow wolf fan so i agree tell my baby it'll be another late night i uh, left work eight hours after midnight no breaks no sleeps and it's always been you and me and if you really think about the amount of time it takes into creating a project like this, I kind of get where he's coming from. Like, let's say I didn't have a job and I can go full time in the studio and I was making that album. I would put in those 16 hour days, too, because you get into the vibe and you roll with it and you just you keep redoing. It could spend like four hours on a verse if you're really one of those types of guys. I know some of y'all just pop off and it's like fucking fire off the jump. That's not me. I put in at work. So, yo, you guys can do it off the jump. I'm a little jealous, not a hater, but jealous. I commend you. It's a respectable talent. But I feel like you can just feel the ethic and grind of Yellow Wolf's craft so that it becomes sincere when you hear this music. Like he's almost telling y'all, I put my whole life into this, this whole project, this whole everything. And then, you know, it's always been you and me. No money, no short change, still hating, poor thing. Middle fingers up, tell you one more thing. Yeah, you can't hear me. Let me dumb it down. I'm slum by nature from a small town. We tote guns by nature and are showing out. Yeah. So I think this is kind of talking a little bit about the relationship with the rest of the world. Maybe, maybe again, his persecutors or the haters that he gets because he is so different than what everyone expects. He's from a small town. He's a slum kind of guy he has spent his whole life being real to the person that he is like look i'm in montreal my whole world is different than alabama i started talking with these alabama guys recently yo we do not perceive the world the same way there is this alabamanist that is not the same as the montrealist however it would be super wrong of me to judge the alabama folk for being alabama folk i'm, I'm not talking about like maybe there's certain laws that we can all up here in the north agree or probably not the best but that's a whole other topic and doesn't reflect like the people that's like the government that's like the system that's like politicians and shit that's like a bunch of brainwashing so often i think we apply our stereotypes and i've seen a lot of articles about him it's not like people have been nice over the years i like his music though that's what's up anyway he kind of lays it down in the simplest terms and then uh the chorus kicks in again which is really nice and then we get this blasted third verse which is dope um he spits like the kind of slower tricky rap where like he he really holds down the rhythm pattern properly 
like a raven over the grave i get lost over the page like understands almost like couplets of how he's he's spitting it i'm in tune with my spirit doing shrooms trip for days 18 with the bat and the projects with the rats white boy with the blast from the sticks across the tracks rock and roll rolling stone daddy left his pistol home and again it paints down this picture of where he's coming from he he's from this little redneck vibe hung up with these dudes he's not necessarily like you other people that are maybe consuming his project um and then he kind of like had some troubles and he took it out on writing songs and he poured his heart and soul out put the seed under the dirt which is a good line because god gave him water and had his sons and daughters so seed being like his music career it's blue but also you know when you blast inside a lady and it turns into a baby in a good way um he prayed and prayed harder and now i work hard and i play harder so he went from having that faith because that's a kind of what i take from pray it requires faith faith in himself and now he grinds and he, he like gets to enjoy the fruits of his labor i visualize put thumbtacks over outlines when they said i was out my mind and i put more goals in a pipeline this is my time so there's something about him that he got like put in a mental institution from his stepfather this is related to his name change i really didn't have a chance to look into it but it almost sounds like people doubted his vision and now he's doubling down and making it proper and i, I really respect where he's coming from because often when you have a vision and when you go and do something like maybe you want to leave shady records maybe that makes some people who are going to benefit off of you feel like their paycheck's going to get hit and they're not interested in pursuing your artistic endeavors i don't know i'm supposing or applying suppositions here either way sonically this is not my favorite song on the album i respect it i give it a 4.35 because i respect it and i think it's really well made um it's definitely feels a little bit more like it's also in the present in terms of the story arc like we've moved into the present day and he's reflecting now on the current situation based on the past so anyway 4.35 and next up is a complete featured guest yellow wolf's not even there it's a message from dj paul this is like a goofy thing to me you have dj paul basically uh it's like one of those voicemail ones where they either fake it in the studio or it's like an actual voicemail that uh, DJ Paul left for Yellow Elf. DJ Paul is uh, signed to Slumerican, so it makes sense that they're homeboys right now. Um, and he goes, man, when you, as soon as you said break beats, I was all in. Keeping in mind, guess who produces the next track on the album? It's DJ Paul. Um, so he describes is like he got all these old break beats he's got all this stuff ready to go and he loves the idea of guitars he's got guitars everywhere and he's so into it and he's just excited to like make good music and and do it with yellow wolf and he's he's hyped to be doing something that isn't conventional that isn't necessarily what everyone else just kind of expects you to be doing so with that i totally appreciate it i really i really dig what is happening here it's almost like a cosign from dj paul in a cool way but it was more goofy to me than something i'd really want to listen to and it's the only really skip worthy moment on the album for me i can live with it it's 54 seconds i give it a four on five because it is cool to just hear dj paul on banjo but it got old real quick 
Anyway, next track to me, spoiler alert, Country Rich is a banger. I really like this one. This is one of the, my favorites on this album, like a standout, because I know I'm maybe not great at exemplifying which ones I actually like the most, but this one was amazing. Uh, with DJ Paul and Tawai exclusive do on the beat are absolutely amazing. Like, it's just such a fun, it's, it's such a good beat. It's such a good beat, it justifies the skate that we just got. Yellow Wolf does some intro, and right here on Genius, there's question marks in the lyrics, and I agree, I don't fully understand what Yellow Wolf is saying, but it kind of like hypes him up, like I'm on fire, need an ice bucket, stop, drop, and roll, I think I heard. Gets you a little bit hyped up for this track. But then when the verse kicks in, and it's almost like the way the timing works, half the verse is this intro, and then Yellow Wolf just kind of flows into it. And from a compositional point of view, I really enjoyed that effect. Um, but yeah, Texas concrete under my tires, creek water and my flask take me higher. And he has like the tires and the hires is like effects bouncing off the line. And I kind of like how he does that with the rhyme. It's a cool way of doing things. It's a cool way of doing things when every line is an A at the end of it all. Um, creek water again being his brand of whiskey. So it's kind of like he's promoing his own shit and he's getting fucked up on his own whiskey. Like there's gotta be a boss feeling to getting messed up on your own stuff. Um, Maybe that's why so many people like growing certain products and consuming it. I get it now. Yeah, give me that jack on a first and keep it wild till I tire. I said somebody's name and Mr. Bob Dubalina. I don't know what the hell that means. Come pick me up my Mossy Oak. And I think that's a play on a shotgun. I might be wrong. I, I don't really know. Unless it's something else entirely and take it to the cleaners. That's fine. I don't really get the lines. I'm gonna be honest with you, but the way he says it is so fresh and it feels so proper for this album and it just feels country rich. I don't know what that means a thousand percent, but it reminds me of Zeph, like when Zeph being the Deantward stuff where like basically they're poor white trash in South Africa, according to them. Apparently it's kind of a fake image and if you really dig into their story, Ninja's a little full of shit in his backstory. Um, but based on it, they're poor white trash, gone rich, being extravagant or whatever. Um, there's been multiple movements in history that are basically that, like, you know, poor people going rich, blowing money excessively on unnecessary crap for the sake of it. I suppose that's what I picture with country rich, not like wealthy, like you, you have a lot of weird country shit as opposed to like city shit. <laughs> Maybe it's different brands. I don't know. Um, but the chorus, uh, sorry, I like when he goes uh, somewhere in front next to the Chevy when you see us getting mobile hydrated intravenous boy. And that makes me picture like they're so like set up in their world that when they're fucking faded, they literally can get intravenous liquids into them to balance out the dehydration effects and essentially kill the fucking hangover and avoid that. And I was like, that's that's actually like really, really smart and kind of cool to apply science like that in terms of your intoxication still it's pretty fun and then it goes into that chorus and this song i'm a bit like it reminded me i was thinking about like daddy's lambo in that era where he's poor and he wants that money so bad that he's willing to steal the girl's car and now he's got a whole lot of money and a whole load of time and taken to the mall losing his mind he's country rich he's buying up the bar he hope he doesn't mind he's country rich like he's just got nothing to do with all his money so he's not even sure how to handle it and i suppose based on what stage you're in like a million dollars goes a, a lot farther i believe in a place like alabama than say it would in a place like new york so if 
you're in a place where stuff doesn't cost as much land is cheap things like that like you're balling on a lot less money than let's say other people um then that second verse is just dope you know stuff 50 racks in a can of empty pringles put quarter sacks in plastic bags of a a pink flamingo just vibes the way he hits it in a completely different tone um and just the imagery paints it up it adds this realism like i'm not going to the bank this is how i deal with my money you know uh doing so much uh burning so much rubber i caught the emphysema catches a smoke related disease from firing up the donuts in the parking lot with his car and then you know he's too hot for the cop but i'm too hot for the chopping block b-boy like i'm popping locking just feels like his attitude is proper he doesn't give a fuck in the right kind of way and he does what he's got to do him and dj paul team up and then it just ends in a pretty dope way it's not like i have to read the rest of it it's just fly it's just enjoyable to listen to and then dj paul comes in with the third verse and he brings that flow that basically every time i've heard dj paul rap he has the and i really like it you know in front of projects and pirates to me riding in the finest i'm a country rich person i finesse before i finance i get calls from the finest even though i might decline it got your bitches pictures in my iCloud, not the climate it just kind of flosses like i'm the shit and you're not it doesn't do a lot more for the rest of the verse but it still sounds like ridiculously fly and i suppose if you're gonna go on about being the shit you have to have the bravado on the level of confidence that dj paul brings in every line that he says like i believe that he believes every word he says that's all i'm trying to say i love my favorite sorry my favorite line in his verse though is please excuse my country grammar got me feeling like i'm nelly nelly's country grammar is the first rap cd i ever owned like i listen to that shit to the point where i still can spit some tracks and verses off that like little teenage me was like you can find me in saying louis all that stuff way back in the day um i like that song about his mom at the end of the album we're probably gonna review that one day still i like that line because i like nelly's country grammar then again there's a little bit of an instrumental uh, uh, outro but this track did something that most of the others don't do it brought me a third verse that made me really happy and made it feel like a fuller song and i'm absolutely giving this one a five i think it's amazing the next one features a couple more slamerican boys keep on rolling man the first verse of this song has cub to cook up boss and that flow he has salute me when you see me bitch hum to cook up boss whatever he says in the, the next line something size up life up in this bitch now you gotta break me off a party like a rock star fuck like a porn star but it's that pitbull song man i can't get it out of my head every time i hear his flow i'm just like i can't hear the beat anymore i just hear that pitbull song i shake them dice them roll it like that whole that's that's the flow he has here like if anyone watching this i don't know that's what i'm picturing when i hear it be that as it may i love the flow and i love the way he sounds on his beat and i think it sounds pretty fantastic does he say anything that's like super next level not necessarily henny put in work best believe it ho fair enough okay I believe that the Henny put in work. Okay, isn't that like Hennessy? Unless his name is like Henny in some way. But also, I, I don't know if this is gonna come off critical, but I don't like the name Cook Up Boss. That sounds like some shit that like everybody would say. It doesn't have a distinction to it. It's okay. That's why it's Cub Duh Cook Up Boss, I guess. Or maybe it's just Cook Up Booze, whatever. Uh, it says Cook Up Booze in Spotify, like B-O-O-S. Now I'm just super confused. I just saw that now. Anyway. 
I like the verse though. I like the way he raps. He think he's got a proper. Um, I really enjoyed his. I'm focused like I'm on Adderall. I got no review and no breaks, and I'm running out of patience. And then it flows into the chorus, which I thought was nice. I thought it was a strong verse to listen to. I just had my grievance with his name, and I feel like he a little bit jacked the flow from that pitbull song. Um, I don't know where I'm going. I just know where I've been. I've been. I keep on rolling wherever the wind is blowing. And then I realized this might be like the mission statement of like the album, like the, sorry, the thesis statement, like the main chorus that can culminate the whole point of this album. It's kind of like, this is where I've been and here's where I'm going and I'm going to keep on rolling. And Slumerican having his team here, having these guys on this track this far in the album, it reflects a bit of the present, but what's actually going on in his world, who he's probably going to go on tour with, the situations he's setting up. And I find that really cool big henry comes in next and look at all this blood on my hands look at all these hands on my plate people that say they real they be the first ones to hate i'm like that that's really true actually that's a really true start to your verse i respect that he owns up to the fact that there are probably consequences like i have done some bad things to get to where i am and it's almost impossible to achieve success in your life without doing a couple of bad things along the way uh, and then look at all the hands on my plate but after that when things are going in all the people getting their hands on trying to do some stuff and then when you really think about it it's the realest ones that turn out to be ones that come at you hating it the people who go on at length about how real they are are often haters in disguise trying to convince you of some campaign or another which is why people probably find me disingenuous in my efforts to be different than i used to be um look at all the shit in my life did a lot of dirt to get stripes but at the end of the night still need more than sacrifice and that's just kind of reiterating the fact that he put in that work and maybe it was less noble than people might like but the whole point of this is to grow and to be more than sacrifice and i appreciate that desire for almost residuals almost like a real game like something bigger than what you are and it's almost like if the ends can justify the means then it's worth it um I don't know. I like the rest of the verse. I like when he goes, must be in my DNA. The way I keep this shit straight. Fistful every day. Clips fools every day for whoever want to play boy and busting out the gate. He's kind of got that grind down to the core, down to who he is, and he's ready to go. Then Yellow Wolf comes in with his whole verse, and to me, it's just really dope. He freaking spits in that first part, and it just has this great vibe to it lyrically it's okay i don't really think i have a lot to deal like hard white like a coke deal rolling with a spoke in the front wheel hardly in the wind i'm tuned in it's all right it vibes super well but what really really caught my ear in terms of interesting is sharp as a sickle dripping broken wish you would and i and hoping like a creek to an ocean eventually connects i found my way into that wave and wrote it with respect so that's important because after all of his adventures and journeys he ended up getting to a point where he can approach hip-hop with the respect of how to do it right and maybe not necessarily piss it off now some of these country boys are rapping but have no intellect no introspective on the genre just out here for that check but fuck the world i'm no lie detector and if your conscience does not affect you then find investors monetize the lies you perfected that's a slippery slope to no end but they, hey that's the way it goes then after the show they close in when you're burning the wick at both ends so when you on your grind doing your own shit you maybe come to see some inconsistencies and i think he's commenting on this bro country rap shit that's popped up a lot there's probably a lot of people just across the, the all genres who are jumping on hip-hop today i mean this isn't just like fake you can listen to the guitar companies talk about how teenagers aren't buying guitars anymore and you can go look at how all the emo shit is now kind of hip-hop and a lot of people i think are jumping on hip-hop 
because they perceive it to be like an easy way to get money a formulaic genre where you can kind of pop out bangers and hits and something i can relate to yellow wolf is being a white rapper and in that you have some choices you can offer respect to the culture and the genre and understand it and learn how to navigate it so that when you do create for the culture it is hip-hop it is something that you know the community can appreciate your adherence to the craft your understanding of the dynamics of it how you've studied the greats and looked into what makes the greats the greats and all that like if you do all this your hip-hop is going to come off a certain way and if you don't it's going to come off like you in it for the check and i believe that to be true having gone through this journey on this youtube channel here and a part of it is to understand the culture that's why i started reviewing albums it's to understand better anyway so i appreciate him kind of pointing in that you can basically be a seller but the end the long-term plan of being a seller is not very good and he's not that and he put in his time and his work and especially with that whole scandal related to the you know rebel flag situations and people coming at him for being a white rapper but potentially perpetuating racist symbolism in his music so with that i do believe he really understands the fine line of what he's doing and why things are what they are and i, I have a lot of respect for him for being able to still approach that from the perspective he's done but also pointing out that he's going to keep doing what he's got to do with this world and i gave this another 4.5 on 5 i really like it a lot a great track and it flows into the last one on this album the longest song on this album ghetto cowboy basically the whole song rhymes motherfucker now i'm not trying to hate on that i actually don't know how i feel i think he pulls it off and it sounds great and this is actually one of the best songs on the album too really up there um, on the other hand, I'm not sold that this is the right choice, at least in the second verse that should have been another word that he did, but really I feel like this is Yellow Wolf's grievance with maybe the people he was describing at the end of it. So in hip hop, as I've come to understand how it all ends up flowing, is basically if you're a real one, the fake one's gonna come at you proper, and you're gonna have some maybe grievances. and. Given what it is, this is like Yellow Wolf shooting back. So he's described like up until this point is almost his rebirth, right? His past flowing into some of the more present situations culminating on like his real like riding in four horsemen style closing track, the ghetto cowboy. This is the guy on the front cover. This is the dude that is today ready to murk your shit. And just the way he starts it like yeah back from the dead motherfucker hold up you hear the gun cock and shit back from the dead motherfucker and just kind of letting you know that what you thought you knew whatever he is here he is in control and this must be like such a super significant moment for him as well considering he basically is on his first solo produced album in terms of not being attached to a record like shady or whatever since like 2010 i think he was signed to shady so this is probably super huge for him um guilty for killing these stale motherfuckers look straight at the judge that's what i said motherfucker so you know basically playing up in a cool clever way he fucks up other rappers because he is inventive and he does new shit in ways that other people don't and that probably makes other styles look boring it does for me good call yellow wolf um 
blowing on it just keeps going like bounce back on two legs motherfucker got shot with a silver bullet ate the lead motherfucker sleeping on me go back to bed motherfucker shoot to the water runs red motherfucker i'm the son of a gangster because remember we listened to that first track with the mama wolf and she's fucking fierce son of a gangster you scared motherfucker and it just comes in just feels so hard every line gets delivered with that i think one of my literal favorites on the entire album is better leave the talking to ted motherfucker because ted talks and shit which is a cool bar for a geek like me but also says the point of don't run your shit unless you're an expert who knows what the fuck you're talking about which i'm not saying i am but i'm also praising yellow wolf i don't see how he watches this review and hates on me for this one um and then mwa yeah motherfucker and i think this is again his efforts to rebrand himself those are his actual initials this is some where i kind of learned about the story of being put in the psych word is because of some genius annotators over on this track who commented on that and i thought that was super interesting and i i wonder if in the future he does end up dropping yellow wolf and rebranding in a completely different initial night apparently some people were against that idea it's probably a weird business move but at the same time i do also believe yellow wolf is actually just big enough to get away with that in my opinion i at least would still follow him regardless to what artist name he uses then you just got that chorus the ghetto cowboy unless it resonate with that ghetto repeating letting you know that this is who he is he's ghetto he's a cowboy he's both sides of his life put together he's the culmination of these two worlds and then he comes back in and the second verse is a little more pat myself on the back because i'm killing it yeah now i'm feeling great motherfucker prom steak is on a plate went from selling that mixtape to headline 100k 808s motherfucker i served the bass tell hip-hop it's a new day and that and that rock and roll pace you know and he kind of again doubles down on who he is what he's doing he's gonna keep working he's gonna keep grinding he's down here with no breaks mwa yeah motherfucker and then it has to get a cowboy chorus again and then like almost two minutes instrumental but 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 as much as i want to criticize it because third verse you heard the speech already it actually is really nice it, like it plays up in a couple of different um it's like a guitar solo some violins it kind of evolves and it's a just non-static experience um it just feels like a complete ending it feels like this was whole thing was a movie and that like cinematic credit rolling scene is that instrumental at the end of this album i really really like this song i think if it wasn't for the complete repeating of motherfucker which to give him credit he tone flips the use of motherfucker from something negative in a way where fuck you i'm gonna come at you to something more positive like fuck you i'm flossing that is clever still i feel the way i feel about repeating words like that the whole time um yeah, maybe i'll do something like that one day and you can hold me to this you can even sound bite this and throw it in my face anyway uh i like to track a lot i give it a 4.75 to me it's one of the best sounds on the album and on that note we get to the end of this project it is a to which i gave the whole album the ghetto cowboy experience from yellow wolf a 4.61 on five um this is definitely up there with albums that have come out for me this year keep in mind i am biased in yellow wolf's favor and he is one of my favorites of all time i think that does not i don't i don't see him releasing music in the future i'm not going to be feeling like i felt the whole project i don't necessarily want to listen to every single song based on style but i felt it i felt trunk music three i felt trial by fire i mean basically in my opinion the dude has released three modern classics in a row 
three albums in a row that I perceive as being top quality and different vibes. So you got like Trial by Fire and Ghetto Cowboy, which drive this more story-driven narrative arc, and you got Trunk Music 3 for to put that shit in your car and bounce moves. I think it's incredible the amount of diversity he shows and I love the story element of this album from the beginning with Mama Wolf when we get the beginning of where his mom is like down into the whole flow of the type of person he is, his past, his attitude, his his whole raison d'etre as he flows into kind of how the game has treated him and how his relationship is with things until he culminates into his big triumphant return on Ghetto Cowboy. It is awesome. I would also love to hear what you thought about this project, what you think about any of the songs on this album, what you thought about this review, anything like that. You know how it is. Um, so let me know in the comment section, and I'll make that effort to answer you and to get back to you. And we can have a little chit-chat down there. As long as you keep commenting, I'll keep answering. Um, like the video if you did. Subscribe to the channel for more reviews if you're down for that. We'll have some other stuff coming soon. Chris is on his way over here to record for the new Westside Gum project. Um, so that'll be fun. You'll get another review from Chris real soon. And uh, yeah, on that note, special thanks to the patrons, Ismail Gadamsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DG Black, Hurricane, Linda Williams, and Coney Sparks. They're dope. They support what we do. Helped us get a new camera. They helped us get on all the podcasting stuff. They're going to help us get on the square spaces and all that. And it really makes a huge difference. So if you want to support us and you want to see us get to the point where we can bang out more reviews, put in even more work, do them even better, that's the best way you can help us evolve to the next level, just like Yellow Wolf did. I also dropped a project myself. It's Holden Stefan Roy the alternative grind you can check that out on all your favorite platforms pick a platform it's there and if it's not there let me know and i'll figure it out also i'd love to know what you think about it anyway enough of the self-plugging live long and prosper